Hello everyone, I'm Ethan Whitehill, President and COO of Crux, the Unagency. This is To The Point, our monthly podcast for thought-provoking conversations that get to the crux of it, all to help businesses elevate their brands and amplify their missions. Today's guest is John Hall. John serves as the Vice President of Marketing for Zoom Grants, a leading national online application software company. As Chief Sales Officer for Crux Accelerate, John eliminates the silos that inhibit growth through sales team coaching and development. John is also the founder and CEO of Get Recruited 24-7, a next-generation high school student-athlete recruiting service that helps athletes secure college scholarships. Earlier in his career, John was VPGM with Madison Square Garden and a senior executive with the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL. Hall has helped companies ranging from Fortune 500 organizations to small businesses in creating strategies that enhance personal and professional enrichment. And if that's not enough, John has received six Colorado Press Awards and has served on numerous boards and committees throughout his career. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ethan. It's great to be here. That's quite an intro. (laughs) It is. I appreciate that. It looks pretty good on paper. (laughs) And it sounds good, too, hopefully. Let's start here. You know, you have had an illustrious career in marketing, business development, coaching, and motivational speaking. And you've done it all over the globe. As a result, you must have a broad network that no doubt has served you well throughout your career. Walk us through the journey to Kansas City and how you've cultivated that network. Well, first of all, I'm glad to be here. Uh, having my background as it is and all the things that I've done, it's given me a, a great foundation working with some of the best of the best. So when I walk into a situation in Kansas City and I align myself with someone like Crux Accelerate and Crux, I feel like I'm right back there with the best of the best. You may recall last summer, I was asked to come in and do a speaking engagement to the Crux team. I do a uh, presentation, as you know, called Coaching Up, Passionately Sharing Winning Strategies, and it's all about personal and professional enrichment. And so I gave that presentation that day to your team. You Unfortunately, you had to leave a little early. You didn't get all of it. You had a client come in. That you have day. a good memory. Yeah. So clients come first. <laughs> and in that presentation, I do a presentation on uh, collaborative communication, uh, teamwork, uh, connecting with people, which is probably the biggest portion, which we're going to talk, I think, a little bit today about. Gifts and doubt, taking inventory, process and admiration, gratitude, and most importantly, the brand. And after I gave that presentation, your CEO... Uh, Malia McRae said, I've got an idea. Says, you're very good at presenting and coaching and working with groups because I do this at conferences and for executive teams and for companies. Uh, would you be interested in getting involved with Crux Accelerate? So we've, we've talked about Crux on the podcast before, interviewed Malia actually to get the down low on what we're all about, but we have not yet explored our sister company, Crux Accelerate. Let's talk about that. So for those who don't know, what is Crux X? Well, I got a story to share with you since we're here in Kansas City and coming from my background. Uh, Adam Teicher, who writes for both The Star and the and ESPN, did a story about Andy Reid. And he interviewed a bunch of the people from Philadelphia days and asked what was some of Andy's gifts. And he said the most underrated gift that Andy Reid has is his ability to get people to work together. And a lot of people might, might not remember, but back in those days, the head coach before Andy came and the front office did not get along. There was some strife there. So when Andy arrived, he said, that's not going to happen here. So what Crux Accelerate does is our job is to help marry both the marketing team and the sales team so they're on the same page. Because anytime you can get companies to work together with better teamwork and coming from a background of teams, you can always have so much more success. So um, that, that's kind of the analogy there. We just do everything we can with Crux Accelerate, all the curriculum that we have, all the coaching that we have to try to pull the team together as much as possible and help those organizations be as successful as they can be, particularly on the sales side. And, and that is 
so important today. And there are a lot of sales tools out there, obviously. <laughs> I've been through a lot of them myself. How is Crux X different? I, I think it goes back to what I shared just a minute ago about trying to marry it. I mean, we're not just looking at just the sales strategies. We're looking at the overall company strategies and what's their mission? What's their culture? How do we adopt those things in with the salespeople and, 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 and getting them to understand that each and every, every person within the company is part of the brand. But as a salesperson, you're really a part of the brand. So through our, all of our curriculum, everything is geared on getting them to not just be the best professional they can be, but also to enrich them from a personal standpoint. And that's huge. You know, when you think about that, they're the living, breathing brand. You know, your sales force is usually, uh, you know, it's the first experience with the brand and that's critical. So to get them there, what does that engagement look like? Well, there's a whole series of different curriculum that we offer our clients. We have everything from LinkedIn strategies to the art of networking to the coaching up uh, presentation that I shared earlier. Uh, we have a personal assessment that we do that we, hopefully we'll talk about a little bit later in the program. Uh, we have a whole session on understanding how important it is to build relationships, creating an environment where you're using your EQ. A lot of people talk about IQ. They talk about AQ, which is acquired intelligence. They talk about TQ, which is technology intelligence, but EQ is the most important aspect from a salesperson perspective. Every sale that's ever made, the number one reason they buy a product or service is price, the investment, right? But the second reason they buy is building relationships. It's a relationship. So if we can understand the EQ portion of that, how emotions drive people, how we can create getting them to talk about themselves, to be compassionate, to be understanding, to get them to, to start creating that cognitive dopamine release that makes them feel good, then we're much in a much better position to be able to get them, those salespeople, to a point where they can close more sales. Ethan, to be honest with you, there's a whole series of things <laughs> that we do for these clients, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and it doesn't happen overnight, though, right? It, 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 how long does this It's a six-month engagement. And we come in and do a discovery and we do some research and then we start coaching. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching with the salespeople. Uh, the uh, personal personality assessments help us understand those salespeople. So me as a coach, if I'm working with them or our other coaches are working with them, they know how to address those people, how to work with them. It's quite a program and it's something that we're very, very excited about. You mentioned personality assessments. Uh, I want to I ask a little bit more about that. So what, what is that approach? What does that look like when we're working with a client to understand their sales team? Well, we use Insight uh, Inventory, which was developed by Dr. Patrick Hanley. Um, and his is unique because a lot of the personality assessments have five answers. He only has four. So you can't just pick the middle every time. So it gives us a little better idea of the personality of the individual. And that helps us do a few things. One, it helps for our coaches to be able to know how to work with that person. It helps that particular salesperson to understand how they're made. And it also helps them understand how they, what their personality is, how they can flex that personality to a potential sale, how they can flex that personality with their coworkers, how they can flex that personality with people that they have relationships in their life. It's a fantastic tool and it's a, it's a big tool in our toolbox for Crux Accelerate because it really gives us an idea of exactly what we're dealing with with those salespeople. Yeah, thinking about flexing personality. Sales and marketing don't always get along. <laughs> they're, they're a lot of times siloed within order, in an organization and that causes problems with communication and maybe not everybody's on the same page. So. What, in your experience, is the value of bringing these two sides together? And that kind of speaks to why CruxX exists alongside Crux. Well, I've sat on both sides of the table as a marketing person and a salesperson. And I know that 
The marketing people don't always understand everything that the salespeople are doing. The salespeople don't always understand what the mission of the marketing people. If we can get them to a point where they're starting to come together and work together, they're going to be more successful. There was a book written called uh, Just 2%. And it was a book written by these Wall Street guys that had bought the Tampa Bay Rays. And they went in and they looked at the organization and they said, look, guys, if we can just be 2% better across the board, all working together, we can take this franchise to places it's never been. And they literally went from worst to first by those small incremental things by working together. And that's exactly what we're trying to do with Crux Accelerate is get the sales team and the marketing team on the same page. Matter of fact, when in doing the coaching up presentation, we do that for their entire staff. And they, all the team comes to, for those strategies. But when we really start to drill down with the sales team, it's a matter of them understanding traditional sales strategies but also understanding what's the marketing team doing? What's the mission of the company? What's the culture of the company? How are we representing the brand? And then going out and doing and representing that brand in a way that gets the customer to feel good about the product, good about the service, and increase sales. It's, it's kind of that famous rowing in the same direction, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned coaching up again. Uh, just to get into that a little bit more, I know that program or that, that presentation dives into communication, teamwork, connection, overcoming doubt. Gratitude. Why are all these skills so important to BizDev? Well, when you think about it, we start with collaborative communication. If we can't communicate in a collaborative manner, then we're not going to be successful, whether it's BizDev or whether it's our relationships. Connecting with people. Getting to understand that every person that we're dealing with, we're sitting across a table from in a negotiation or working with, is dealing with stuff and learning how to connect with them. It's interesting. You talked about gifts and doubt. We have a whole section on recognizing the gifts of the people you work with and understand that every person you're around is also dealing with doubt as well and helping them realize they're dealing with doubt. So that whole process of the coaching up presentation, which I've, I love to give and I've given it to audiences in the hundreds, uh, it resonates with audiences because everything is real. And when you come to selling, Selling is real. It's about dealing with people. It's not about hard clothes. It's not about, am I following the steps for a sale? Yes, you got to put in the work. you got to do the process. But at the end of the day, it's about developing relationships with people. If you develop relationships with people, you're going to close more deals. That's, that's absolutely what I love about your approach. It's not about manipulating somebody to get to the sale. It's about building that relationship in the right way. You also talk about in your presentation this idea of taking inventory. What does that mean? <laughs> Taking inventory. I, I worked with two different companies in, where we took inventory on what they do. And basically the, the sum of that is if we step back and we take an inventory of everything we're doing, both professionally and personally, and put it down on paper, you're going to realize on a daily basis, a weekly basis, and a monthly basis how much you're actually really doing. And it also helps lift people up. I was working with an organization where the, I had these people that were curmudgeons and they were not going to bend on buying into me doing this presentation. And I was talking about their specific company. And while their arms were crossed, body language was horrible. I said, well, let's take a little inventory of what you're actually doing with the company. Now, they didn't think they were doing a lot of positive things with the company. But then I spun it back to their people. And I started showing how people that they worked with were giving back in different ways. And they started looking at their staff a completely different way than they normally did because they didn't realize that their person that, that they sit next to is actually doing this great work out there. And then I lastly shared with them that a service that they, that they represent is actually helped save lives. 
And I said, it could save your, actually your own family's life. So every day you're making a difference. So by simply taking inventory of what they were doing, it changed and completely flipped the script on what they thought they were doing. And every one of us, if we take inventory, if we, you and I leave today and we go out here and go, okay, Ethan, give me an inventory of what you've done for the last two weeks and what you've done for the last month. First, you'd be shocked to see all the things you've done. And then you'd start to say, dang, I've done some pretty cool things. And we do that with this, the people that we work with to get them to understand that they're doing very, very positive things. And anytime we can elevate somebody's mood, elevate someone's enthusiasm for their job, they're going to be more successful. I love that positive perspective. I think that's so helpful and and probably so undervalued and underused in the workplace today. Uh, your positivity reminds me of our favorite TV football coach, Ted Lasso. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and a lot of what he talks about in, in, in belief is, is tied to purpose, too. And, it, you know, the Japanese have this concept called ikigai, which is your reason for being. I like to think of maybe your crux being that reason for being. What is your crux? What is the crux of John? I'm, I'm a firm believer that I, anytime I enter a room, when I leave it, I want to make it a better place. And I know that can sound very kumbaya. And I've been actually teased a little bit of being too much Ted Lasso. But what's the, <laughs> down, but what's the downside? I mean, really. And be a difference maker. I mean, we have every day an opportunity. Ran into somebody the other day that saw me talking with a, a, a bagger at a hen house here in town. And this bagger does not smile. And I was working by my very, very best to get him to smile. And I ran into this couple at an event here in town. They go, hey, well, you're that guy that was trying to get that bagger to smile at the grocery store. And he did. How much time did that take? And not only did it help him, what did, how did that represent my brand? So much so that when being at an event, someone actually pulled me aside and said, hey, you're that guy that was trying to get that bagger to smile. See, we as biz dev people, if we're, ex if we're exuding that kind of energy and that kind of positive of, of vibe when we're dealing with people, they're going to respond positively. And if they respond positively to us, how do you think they're going to view our product or our service? I'll give you an example, Ethan. There's a story about a, a gentleman that is trying to sell his fleet services, his young sales guy, his fleet services to a bakery. And he knows he's at, he, this is the last pitch he's going to have. The owner of the bakery has already told him that, look, your prices are just too expensive. I don't want to buy. I'm, I'm happy with my vendor right now. So the young sales guy asks the older, sales, uh, older salesperson in the company, would you please come with me? See if you can help me save this sale. So they get in the car together to drive to go see the potential client. And the older salesperson has this brown bag in his hand. So they walk into the, into the boardroom. They sit down. The owner of the baker, the, the, and they have multiple uh, bakeries. I mean, it's a big operation. He's sitting at the end of the table. He goes, I, wanna, I don't want to waste your time. You guys are way too expensive. I've already told this young, young salesperson the same exact thing. He goes, I, don't, I just don't have the time for this. He goes, well, sir, I have one question for you. And he opens up the brown paper bag, and he pulls out two loaves of bread. And one loaf of bread is a regular loaf of bread. One loaf of bread is his loaf of bread. And he says, sir, he goes, What's the difference between this $1.79 uh, loaf of bread and your $4.79 loaf of bread? Well, he gets indignant. Well, well, I'll tell you why. And he talks about all these wonderful things that they do and how they do it and all the ingredients and all the things. And at this point, now we start talking about himself. He has this cognitive dopamine release. He's feeling good. And then the salesperson says, sir, we're your loaf of bread. See, 
The older man that Baker had talked himself into by talking about himself, talked himself into the sale. Those are the sort of things that we teach with Crux Accelerator. That's awesome. So I want to switch gears. And, and you're going to maybe make us smile here. Because this is my mystery question portion of the interview. <laughs> I have my 20-sided die. And I'm going to roll this. And I want to see what you think. So we have a nine. This one comes up a lot. For some reason, I must roll nine a lot. What is the best concert you've ever been to? Best concert? Wow. I would have to say Fleetwood Mac in 1977. They were at the peak. Um, They were killing it at the time. The audience was engaged. It was a fantastic show. Ethan, that's a tough one because there's so many good. I'm I'm a big blues guy. I'm a big R&B guy. I love country. Uh, I I could go on and on and on, but probably that Fleetwood Mac. And it's interesting. I just saw Stevie Nicks a couple of weeks ago. Um, But that one Fleetwood Mac concert that night was, and I was just a young guy, really young guy. And it was, it was magical. John, how can our listeners learn more about Crux Accelerator? Well, they could go to cruxkc.com, and there is a link there for Crux Accelerate to learn more about what we do, how we do it, and how we can impact their company. Fantastic. Thanks, John. This was awesome.